Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Making a Mess. I'm messenger publisher Kristen Tribe. Um, I have here with me um, editor Richard Green. And our guest this week is the county's medical health authority and also chief of staff of Wise Health System, Dr. John Walker. Um, you'll notice if you're watching the video of this, you'll notice that we're all wearing masks and also seated with some space between us um, to social distance because we definitely want to, to be safe um, in this, you know, as we're all facing this pandemic and trying to take extra precautions due to COVID-19, um, which is the main topic for today. And um, I guess to get started, Dr. Walker, um, can you tell us a little bit about what we need to be looking for, like when we look at these numbers every week or every day, really, once the data is sent to Wise County, is there one number that's more important than another, whether it's the positive test ratio or the number of active cases or total cases? What, can you tell us a little bit about what that means and what's important? Well, actually, I think it's kind of a combination of those things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, looking at the, the new cases that are reported, uh, are very important because they give you an idea of the, the ongoing or increasing activity in the area. Uh -huh. um, uh, the active cases are certainly important. However, uh, it's extremely hard to keep up with the, the actual number of active cases yeah. uh, because it is hard to get follow-up on patients once they've been uh, confirmed to be a positive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all that has to be taken into account. And it, it does become a difficult job for the county officials because that's what they rely on a lot to make some of their decisions mm -hmm. uh, uh, for the county. And, I, and I'll take this opportunity to say our judge, um, J.D. Clark, and our mm -hmm. uh, emergency uh, management coordinator, uh, Cody Powell, an, an excellent job uh, looking at evaluating those numbers and advising the county on what to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, this has just been uncharted territory for all of us. And we're even Kristen and I, we've been trying to wrap our heads around this for so long. I think, can you, and the question we get posed a lot on social media is why is this different than the annual flu or why do we need to take this so serious? And as a, as a doctor, why do we need to? Or, um, well, if you look at it from a epidemiological standpoint, it's, it's, uh, um, more effective, I guess. I don't know if you if you're familiar with the term that what the R naught value is, mm -hmm. which basically is the number of people that someone who's infected will uh, go on and infect again. Mm -hmm. And the although that number varies, it's probably about um, two to three times higher than what the uh, general influenza mm -hmm. uh, number usually is. Um, the mortality rate associated with um, the COVID virus is much higher than the flu, even though the actual number of cases that we've counted is not nearly as high. The actual mortality rate is much higher. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know there's been, um, at different points through this, kind of, you would hear different things. And so, I, in just due to the, I think, evolving nature of it all, but it's led to a little confusion about who is most susceptible. I mean, obviously... Older people are. What about kids and teenagers? You know, originally we had heard that that they it wasn't as big of a threat to them, but that doesn't seem to be the case now. 
Um, yeah, there's been some reports that there are increasing cases among children. Um, and those who do um, catch it and get what's this multiple uh, inflammatory syndrome, they have a potential for not doing well at all. Uh, but still the most susceptible crowd is the um, older folks. Okay. Say older folks, 65 and older. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also there's a few, if you have some comorbid conditions like diabetes or hypertension or um, COPD, those are things that, that make you more susceptible to not having as good an outcome if you actually mm-hmm. get sick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've taken several precautions here locally and, of course, uh, why are the social distancing the guidelines or, or restrictions, why are they so important? Um, well, there's been, they do studies on how far the transmission of the um, viral particles can disperse with a mm-hmm. sneeze or a cough or talking in uh, different scenarios. Uh, and six foot happens to be the number that they come up with. <laughs> some people say it's a little less, some people say it's a little more, uh, but that's not a bad um, range to kind of shoot for mm-hmm. um, the mask obviously prevents some of the droplets from going either way either passing them out or or breathing them in if you're out in public mm-hmm. so it may not be a foolproof method but it does cut down transmissibility significantly mm-hmm. and you know we're entering a holiday weekend here and we seem like we had a spike in cases statewide after the last holiday what are some what are some things that people probably need to do heading into this holiday weekend? Well, obviously, the, the things that we've been preaching since almost day one, which is um, wear a mask, practice the social distancing, wash your hands a lot. Those are the things that will help you the most. I think one of the things that, that everyone seemed to find out uh, is that a big risk is just large group gatherings mm-hmm. is, the, is one of the biggest things. If you can prevent the large group gatherings, that will cut out. Um, the infection rate tremendously, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the symptoms that people should look for? I know um, I, I've talked with several people and we've even had the discussion here in our office. Like if somebody starts feeling bad, should you immediately try to go get a COVID test or should you wait a little bit and look for certain symptoms or what What do you recommend? Um, I think still the recommendations are, well, first of all, some of the symptoms, the the obvious symptoms would be from a respiratory virus, mm-hmm. uh, the fever, cough, shortness of breath. Those are the symptoms right from the start. Okay. They've come up with some other things that people have been found to have, and that, that can include um, upset stomach, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, um, loss of taste. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of weird presentations that are out there. Um, I forgot what else you said. Uh, oh, just if you, so if you experience some of those things, say you're experiencing just one or two of those things, should you go get a COVID test immediately under these circumstances or should you wait a couple of days and see if anything else develops or? If, if you're not real ill, I don't think you should necessarily be out and potentially expose other folks mm-hmm. unless you can avoid it. Most doctor's office would rather treat this from, uh, doing a telehealth type visit uh-huh. rather than actual going to, to the doctor. So um, arranging for a telehealth visit was, would probably be the most appropriate if you have any concerns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a test really doesn't do anything other than confirm if you have it or not. <laughs> so, so I wouldn't recommend <laughs> going to the emergency room unless you really start feeling 
uh, uh, ill from this or having some some shortness of breath or high fever and, and just feel like you're declining. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like all good tips and everything to, to keep us safe. Um, hey, we appreciate all your help, Tucker Walker. I think, uh, and also the county, as you mentioned, everything. Um, I know I can't imagine how difficult this time has been for you and the fellow health professionals. It's, <clears throat> it's certainly taken up a lot of, a lot of everyone's time, that's for sure. Uh, and of course, our ambulance crews are out there, probably hotter than heck, yeah. dressing up <laughs> every single call they go on. Uh, uh, exactly. Well, we appreciate everything that you and the staff at the hospital have done, and um, just echo what Richard said with the, the county and the first responders. And um, we know you're very busy, so we appreciate you taking some time to visit with us today, too and uh, help keep everybody informed. So thanks for coming. Thank you. It's been my pleasure.